sisters, you are worthy of being loved, seen, and known by God. This is a podcast where we talk real, raw, and from vulnerable places of what the Lord has done and continues to do in spite of us. My prayer is that you will hear something that helps you understand that our stories have power. He is worthy, and this is Chatworthy. Hey friends, sweet, sweet friends, hello. I am just coming to you real quick to talk about something that's been on my heart for a while. Something that I personally struggle with is comparison. I compare myself to people that I know, people that I don't know. I'm not feeling good enough, not feeling complete, not feeling worthy, all the things that I struggle with in comparison, and I'm sure many of you struggle the same way. I've found a devotional. I use the YouVersion Bible app, and although I read scripture, there are some times that I like devotionals that are topical just because I like to see how the Lord uses people to point towards those that direction, but it's I don't rely on devotionals. I just want to be clear on that. And we can get into that in another time. But there's one devotional that's called Break Free from Comparison. And I'll link it in the show notes. But it's, what is comparison? Comparison is a form or manifestation of insecurity. It comes from lack. Lack of identity, lack of purpose, lack of confidence in who we are and the life we have been given. Insecurity comes from believing lies and not knowing or believing our true identity. So when we compare ourselves to others, essentially we're saying, I don't know or believe in who I am and I don't know or believe in who God is. And I loved that explanation of what uh, comparison is and understanding that it's a lack of identity that is powerful because we all struggle with that lack of identity. We struggle with who are we? I'm going to be 50 next year. And people ask me, what do you do for a living? And honestly, I'm still trying to figure that out because I love doing a lot of things. I love making money, but I compare myself to women who have all their stuff together. They have their career, they're in the healthcare profession, or they're teachers, or they're just living this life of career and family. And I get envious. I mean, I'm going to be honest, I get jealous that, you know, somebody has their career plan. And, And I don't compare myself necessarily to how people look, Or, I I mean, I'm just grateful that I have a body that moves and I try not, my stomach is growling, that's hilarious. I try not to compare myself in that regard, or I typically don't. But what I struggle with is comparing myself to people who have jobs, to people who have careers, to people who have the path that they've chosen and have stuck with it. And It's my lack of identity when it comes to that. And I don't know how to handle that sometimes because I I get in this spiral, right? So I see a friend who is killing it 
at her career, killing it at her job, put in the hours, put in the work, she's getting promoted, she's doing all the things. And I'm just sitting there going, if I would have stuck with this job, I could have climbed the corporate ladder. And I, I could have, could have, would have, should have, if buts, coconuts. And the fact of the matter is God has me specifically in this place for a reason, for a purpose. And there are a lot of people that I know that are also like me where they're just multi-passionate and the comparison game is strong with them as well because I'm also in a group where we have a ton of different female entrepreneurs who are podcasters. And of course, you're looking at their podcast and going, oh my gosh, she's way farther than I am in this. And oh my gosh, you know, she's got some great, great content. Why can't I get that content? And, you know, it's, it's one of those things that we have to take a hold of, capture it, figure out what God wants to do with it, what he's actually telling us to do as far as comparison is concerned, and go back to scripture. We're going to be in 2 Peter 1, 3-8 from the NIV version. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to your goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, we need to make sure that we are bathed in scripture so that we know the truth of who we are in God. And honestly, if we focus on these things, if we focus on knowledge, Knowledge will give us self-control. Self-control will help us persevere. Perseverance will give us godliness. And to godliness, mutual affection and mutual affection, love. Love for one another so that we don't have to compare. Because guess what? The gifts that Susie may have because she has this career are very different for the ones that I have. Okay? And I have to tell you guys, last night I had a dream and it was so incredibly real. You know those where you wake up and go, am I really home or am I in Inception or the Matrix or what is happening? I had to go to my son's school and it was during lunchtime and nobody was there except for some of the staff and I needed to find him because I needed to bring him something. And everybody was, the students were not, for whatever reason, not in this area. And I went into the main office and nobody was there. So I kept walking towards where his grade level is. This is completely not accurate or a true depiction of his school, but it was in my dream. And there was one woman there by herself. And she, she was kind of rude to me in the beginning. And she was like, you're not supposed to be here. I said, well, I'm looking for my son and I have to give him something. 
And she's like, well, you can wait here. And she started crying. And I went to her and I said, what's wrong? And she started telling me how she's different than all the other teachers. And she doesn't agree with some of the things that they agree with. And she's feeling ostracized by them. And she wasn't happy being there, but she loves the students. And so I walked over to her little desk area and her desk was literally, literally about a three foot wide area by one foot. So it was like this this counter that was really skinny and she had a pumpkin, a tissue box and something else on it. I don't rem- I can't recall what it was. Anyway, she was sitting down and I sat down in front of her and she was just crying. She's like, I just feel so alone here and I don't know what to do. And I looked at her knowing that I was in a public school and I said, are you a praying woman? And she goes, well, sometimes. And I just said, I would love to pray with you. And I would love to encourage you to pray for this situation and all the people that you feel are your enemies. And I'm just going on and on preaching to this woman about God's grace and how he gives us wisdom. And like, literally, I felt this woman transforming right in front of my eyes in my dream about the potential that God has to help her through this. And it felt so right. And I woke up with such clarity. And then I felt repentant. Because I love sharing what God has done in and through my life and the life of the people around me. I am passionate about Jesus. I am passionate about who he is and how dare I question his plan and his purpose for my life. So that dream was just an encouragement to me that I am on the right path. I don't know what this podcast is going to look like. I've had a million iterations of what I wanted to do, but guess what? It doesn't matter because I am walking in obedience and trusting God to use it for his glory. And from a practical standpoint, one of the things that I would like you to do and join me in this is start a gratitude journal. I create journals. I've created scripture memory verse things. I have an Etsy shop, which I will also link in my show notes, but I don't use them. I'm not consistent. And that stops today. Gratitude journal so that we can stop comparing and we can see what our blessings are. Three things, three things you're grateful for. And don't say I'm grateful for No, I'm not going to tell you what not to say because that's wrong. But I know for me, I'm not going to be trite and just say, I'm grateful for the food you give me. Yes, I am grateful, but there's so much more than that. How about if we're grateful for the meal that I had with my family last night? I'm grateful for going to Jimmy John's with my daughter last night because she really wanted it and having a fun experience talking to the girls yesterday at Jimmy John's and making them feel good about how cute it was decorated in there. That that was a blessing because it was sweet time spent with my daughter and it was fun talking to the girls in there and making them feel encouraged by the work that they're doing. I was grateful for that. So let's be really specific 
And let's praise him for the blessings and let's stop comparing because that's just an insult to him. And he deserves so much more. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great day. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show. Any information that we talked about can be found in the show notes. Or you could find me on Instagram at the Chatworthy Podcast. Again, on IG at the Chatworthy Podcast. Pop in and leave a, a note or a message or something. Would love to hear from you. Thanks. <laughs>